jump in and say something but you didn't that's <laughs> the empty room podcast episode 82 scott here welcome eric hi <laughs> how are you and we're here to go through the programming that we've been doing for eight years now eric can you believe it eight years of the empty room podcast all right let's just keep let's just go oh you're not excited no. not excited at all all I can't eight, say that I am, sir. All eight years we've dragged him to this. <laughs> and not once has he been excited. But still, we soldier on. It's the Empty Room Podcast. We're going to do what's going on in the world today. The Pope Watch, the Ridiculous, and then a question to ponder. We should have some fun information for all y'all. Let's start with the state of the world, huh? It sucks. It's definitely interesting. No, no, stinky. no, no, no. It sucks. It sucks. Sucks a lot. We got a lot of stories here, Eric. Let's start with the one that's most interesting, I guess, nationwide, is that the Supreme Court strikes down Biden's OSHA vaccine mandate six to three. That's good. So you're not allowed through OSHA to make a mandate that says that everyone has to get vaccinated. Now, again, we're going to take the uh, vaccination part out and just mandating anything Mm. through OSHA is kind of slimy i mean osha is there to help businesses and and work not be dangerous to the employee and the biden administration tried to use this organization to try to make sure everyone's vaccinated saying that coronavirus is is dangerous to everybody which i guess i can sort of see their point but you can't make people through the government have injections of anything <laughs> you just can't no it's kind of something we frown on that i remember when biden tried you know said he was going to do this and i remember thinking to myself osha is a weird way to go through it but i guess he knew that he couldn't go through it any other way osha was the sort of loophole he thought he could get around but the supreme court disagreed and so that is that yeah however the supreme court did uphold that osha I don't see. I'm gonna I'm gonna re- take a step back there. Maybe not OSHA, but medical workers can be forced to be vaccinated by the government, which I thought was weird. So, if you're a normal citizen, the government can't do it. But if you're a medical worker, maybe you can. I don't know. It's all weird. But the uh, the conservatives are calling it a win, and quite frankly. It sounds like the Biden administration had a real bad week. They lost here. It sounds like they're going to lose on the on the right to vote bill they're trying to pull through. Good. And, yeah, that's just, just a steaming pile of shit. They tried to, a pile of poo. They try to manipulate the voting practices that have been going on for hundreds of years to try to, you know, Steal elections, I suppose, and then also they're not going to stinky poo poo, and they're also going to lose their bid to try to eliminate the filibuster in the Senate, which is outrageous. They should not 
be even remotely going there. They're basically going there because uh, their stuff isn't popular. But what's interesting to me is that they view it as even though the Senate is split 50-50, they think that they have the majority. Which is so weird to me. Like you do because the vice president's the final vote, but like you don't have a majority at all. <laughs> it's not even remotely close. It's fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. It's a it's a coin toss. That's a Yeah, but it's a coin toss that'll always land on Fifty Fifty. It'll 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 always land on evil as long as the Democrats have the White House. Yeah, well unfortunately for them, they do have an issue because Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin are are siding with the republicans more often than not which is interesting because they're both democrats and they're both they're dinos they're di- <laughs> dinos are way cooler than rhinos that's right <laughs> love me a dino hate me a rhino dinos beat rhinos Rawr. so anyway that's the state of the world there uh let's talk about the u.s army eric recently this week the U.S. Army has decided to conduct two-week guerrilla war trainings. And the theory is is that these trainings will be helpful in case they need to overthrow illegitimate governments. Flouser. Are these governments <laughs> run by guerrillas? <laughs> Number one. Are we, are we, is there a Planet of the Ace situation happening? Number two. And then number three. You're just counting. What are you counting? And then number three. <laughs> I mean... One could argue that perhaps the one we're in right now isn't exactly great either. Uh, but weird. All of it's weird. But hey, guerrilla tactics work. We've seen it happen before. Especially against gorillas. Number one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Number two. Check the Revolutionary War, Eric. Right? We didn't fight gorillas in the Revolutionary War. No, we didn't. But we didn't set up in a straight line and attack either. We hid in the woods, which is what guerrilla warfare is. So that's sort of Gee, thanks for the definition. Well, dude, you're talking about fighting gorillas. You really? (laughs) I was making a joke, and you're just counting. I like my count. (laughs) I can get to three. I've proven it. Yeah, good job. (laughs) You're doing doing great. Thanks, buddy. How about this story? CNN loses nearly 90% of its advertising demographic and total audience. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're down 90% that's insane that's ridiculous that means nobody's watching with the exception of the small 10% which you, are all in like airports you lose 90% of your audience you should go down in flames it's yeah. over yeah like it's done nobody trusts you nobody wants to watch your bullshit it's amazing it's actually a really amazing stat the CDC this week showed that 75% of COVID deaths occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. Yeah. We kind of knew that, but now... Yeah, we, no, we knew that. Now we know that. <laughs> it's just now that the bastards in charge are finally admitting it. Well, they're starting to look around and go, hey, we're going to lose. <laughs> we got to change this hey, now. Crap. <gasps> no one buys what we're selling. We're going to lose. Everyone knows we're kind of making this shit up it's called the turn and here's another part of the turn the ncaa who is is hey what are you doing over there (gasps) he's drinking something bad for him not good but anyway the ncaa it's called never mind (laughs) don't go there the ncaa which isn't a great organization in its own right says 
people infected with COVID and have come out on the other side are now considered fully vaccinated. Oh, shit. <laughs> no shit. How about that for the turn? It's, oh, there you go. We're starting to come around because, holy shit, we're going to lose. <laughs> we finally found out how this shit works. I mean, we already knew. We were just trying to keep our power. But we're not going to, so we might as well just tell the truth now. I don't think it's that. I think it's they're going to try to persuade those mindless citizens that, oh, oh, it's okay now. But most people have seen through that nonsense. How about this, Eric? We talked about the filibuster and how the Democrats wanted, by a guy named Phil. wanted to change it. And Tom Cotton, who's a senator, decided to read this, this really impassioned speech about keeping the filibuster, which was the exact speech... Chuck Schumer gave years ago when they were trying to change the filibuster. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works for you. It's massive, as they quote unquote call it, trolling, where they say, hey, you know, you're trying to do this because it favors you, but just years ago, you gave this speech that said, don't do this. So, how about that? Good for you, Senator Collins. You how keep, about that? You keep doing it. Or Cotton, excuse me. I was thinking about Collins from the space thing. <laughs> it's Collins. It's Collins, man. It's Collins. It's Cotton. Senator, good for you, Senator Cotton. Uh, let's see. Mexico's deadliest cartel is now dropping bombs from drones. <laughs> They're flying drones over situations and dropping bombs and missiles. It's getting weird down in Mexico. Getting weird down that border. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Man, drones. Change the game. Uh, inflation jumps to 7%, the highest it's been in 40 years, Eric. And we got empty shelves in grocery stores all across the country, Eric. Things are not going well for that Biden administration. No, it's pretty, it's pretty crappy. And just in case you don't understand what inflation means, it means everything costs more, 7% more. But actually, it's more than that. But yeah, 7% is the average. And if you are making the same thing you made a year ago, two years ago, it's worth 7% less. <laughs> so if you've got a, the, the thing on the meme I saw is you've got a 3% raise. It doesn't help you if everything goes up 7%. And it always hurts the, the working class, unfortunately. Of course so. it does. Because they're the ones that work. Bastards. Uh, you hear about this guy, Ray Epps? Reps? Reps. Reps. You're doing reps. He's the guy that, quite frankly, was caught on tape the most during the January 6th thing, sort of trying to inspire people to go storm the Capitol. I don't know. They have him on tape a bunch going, hey, we should go storm the Capitol. And people are like, no, <laughs> no. And then people start chanting, fed, fed, fed. <laughs> we storm the Capitol. No. Get away from me. <laughs> You're fed. You're and if you're not a Fed, you're weird. So anyway, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz got his ass handed to him a couple weeks ago because he basically said on camera that there were terrorists that took over the Capitol, and most people don't actually believe that. We're like, hey man, you're supposed to you're supposed to be this guy, and you're buying into this lie. So Tucker Carlson had him on and really scolded him. Really, yeah, gave it really to did. Him. I saw that. Really that was... gave it to him. So now all of a sudden, Ted Cruz has big conservative balls, and he's slapping everybody around right now, try, I think trying to re regain his his status as a conservative person mm. after the smackdown by Tucker. And he actually asked the FBI about Ray Epps, 
So who the hell's Ray Epps? Who's Ray how, Epps? How come he's not being brought in by the FBI at all? When the representative of the FBI was like, I can't answer that. What do you mean you can't answer that? If you can't answer it, doesn't that mean you, you know exactly who he is? <laughs> and he is a Fed? And uh, should, we, should we now refer to this person as special agent <laughs> Ray Epps? <laughs> And then, it's just, just, just you know, you, just give me a little wink. That's what you want me to do. <laughs> so the same day that Ted Cruz just slams the FBI director about Ray Epps, all of a sudden four different stories come out in in the left wing media about how Ray Epps is 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 a normal citizen. <laughs> like you have to sit and write the story. It didn't take long. Like all of a sudden, I was like, oh, press. The- Someone get out the Ray Epps stuff. Someone's. <laughs> Oh no! Right now, someone get out the Ray Epps stuff. Press publish. Same day, same day. That's just wild. So uh, clearly, Ray Epps is a federal agent who was sent to cause trouble and try to get people to uh, go storm the Capitol. So, hello, fellow teenagers. <laughs> exactly. Hello, fellow MAGA friends. Uh, maybe we should go storm that Capitol. <laughs> it's that way. Uh, speaking of people slapping people around, how about Rand Paul giving it to Fauci again? Man, just bend him over that oh, table. Really. Dude, just, oh. Paul owns Fauci, and Fauci hates every second of it. You can tell that he hates Rand Paul with every every fiber of his being. <laughs> he hates him. Yeah, he just hates him so much. And then, <laughs> then Fauci, after getting his, getting his clock clean yet again by Mr. Paul, basically complained that Rand Paul helped spur a death threat against him. And uh, he, he goes, we're on this website, on your website, and it said, fire Fauci. And, of course, he held it up, so now it's a meme for all <laughs> for all eternity. There's nothing in that photo, fire Fauci, that says death threat to me. Because it isn't a death threat. But Fauci's going to Fauci's just an idiot. He's a moron. I love the line, Rand Paul said, hey, you know, regardless, 800,000 people have died, and you're the architect of trying to deal with this thing. It's on you. And I was like, oh, have some of that Dr. Failure. So, have some four- of that Dr. Gain of Function. He makes $420,000 a year. I know. Piece of shit. Ugh. All right, I've got a couple more stories. The Illinois District defends offering after school Satan Club at elementary school. So, Eric, I want you to look at this picture. I don't want to. It makes me sad. Uh, it is. Now, they claim. This is how these things work, I suppose. They claim that it has nothing to do with Satan. It has everything to do with science and fun. So this is what was, that was the flyer. And uh, (laughs) Eric's face right now is is disgust, humor, and fucking more disgust. Hey, kids, let's have fun after school. Let's have fun at after school. All right. Someone needs to learn grammar. <laughs> hey, kids, let's have fun at After School Satan Club. Science projects, puzzles and games, arts and crafts, nature activities, and human sacrifice. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you say? Blood for the blood god. <laughs> After School Satan Club. And it's not like, you know, oh, it doesn't have anything to do with Satan. One, it's in the fucking name. Two, Two think <laughs> you see your accounting too. It's fun. Shut up. Blood for the blood god. Blood for the blood god. <laughs> it's just like, I, 
Yeah. The Satanic Temple <laughs> is at the top. He's at the top! To me, the picture with the guy with horns on is the one that's the killer. We're not a satanic club, but it says Satan, and you have a guy with horns on the top there. Yeah, I, I don't buy it. I think it's a bad idea. Parents, your children will learn benevolence and empathy. Ha ha ha, Satan. Eric, you want to hear the other part of the story? It's kind of fun. No, not really. Okay. Critical thinking, problem solving, creative expression, personal sovereignty, like you guys actually believe in that shit. After school, think for themselves, eat a dick. <laughs> Well, of course, the counter-response was, well, let's do a church fellowship one, and that was shot down by the school. So, Of course you, it was. You know how it is. Uh, yeah, so not great there. You Jane know. Adams Elementary. I've never wanted to be that guy that's like, hey, get your kids out of public school. But that one, that might turn the tide for me on, for that particular school anyway. Uh, two more stories, Eric. The intentional killing of law enforcement officers reaches a 20-year high in 2021. You know, hopefully that trend changes quickly, but with what happened in 2021, not great. And then lastly, Eric, I don't know if you heard about the guy who got the pig heart. Did you hear about this? No. All right. So this gentleman who was dying at heart failure could not get on a donor list, apparently, so they decided... Hey, why don't you be the first guy that tries this pig heart? So they gave him a heart of a pig. Now, they've actually tried this before, and it hasn't worked very well because the body immediately attacks the, the organ that's alien because mm -hmm. the enzymes don't match up and all that fun stuff. So for this particular pig heart, they, they really tried to handle that by eliminating the enzymes that would cause the body to attack it. And they really try. So this is, this is a monumental success. Hmm. This guy is alive right now with a pig heart and it, he's still going and it's been a week, two wow. weeks. So that's kind of cool for science. For, for, for Fauci? For science. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Real science. Real science. Um, but there's a problem, Eric. Problem is, is that this dude is a murderer. Oh, no. So he was in a bar fight and stabbed a dude seven times. And the guy eventually succumbed of his, uh, of his wounds and passed away. So, of course, the family of the man who passed away is not happy about this, feeling that this should have gone to somebody else more deserving. I have an interesting take on it, Eric. I would like to see what you feel first, though. All right. So this guy killed somebody. Hmm. Seems like it was in the heat of the moment. Although, how, how many times did he stab the guy? Seven. Seven. Thunk, thunk. Thunk, thunk, thunk. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. I mean, if you're in self-defense, you do it twice maybe to get him off you. Maybe three times because you're angry. But the extra four, I don't know. Well, it is a bar fight. He was probably drunk. Good point. I'm not trying to, you know, explain away what he did. He killed a guy. Mm. But it's not like he's Ted Bundy getting a pig heart. I don't know. It's pretty shitty either way. But he's a pig now, so <laughs> he's just going to run around and shit and find troubles. So here's my thing, Eric. <laughs> I don't know how to... Well, I do know how I'll finish this thought. Here's my thought. This, this, is, this is the teleporter the teleporter thing for me. Okay, so I have a teleporter... <laughs> I have a teleporter theory. If you're going to create the Star Trek teleporter, right? Right. right? If you're going to create that, 
you probably want the baddest guys to try it first because those guys are probably not going to materialize again. <laughs> you know, like if you, if you think about the beginning origins of a teleporter that we know doesn't exist because it's impossible to do, it takes your molecules. This is what Star Trek lore is takes your molecules and then puts it back together. And you know, the first 15 guys that go through there aren't getting put back together. And if they do get put back together, it's going to be a disastrous mess. Yeah. And we've seen it in other movies that are quite funny, including Galaxy Quest. You know, <laughs> putting it back together might not actually work well. Uh, so I sort of view this in this mode. All right. Yes, guys. Clearly murdered somebody. We don't know if this pig heart thing's going to work. <laughs> Let's let him try. Which is probably the reason why he wasn't on the donor list in the first place. Probably. You know, so the, I, I kind of... This uh, guy needs a new heart. We should put him on the donor list. But he killed someone. All right, fuck that guy. There's other guys more deserving then. So, hey, we have this pig heart. We think it might work. You think it might work? Yeah. It might work. <laughs> it, it could. So. Conceivably. Why don't we give it to this guy? <laughs> And the, this guy is kind of like, you know, I've done wrong. Well, it's for science. So I give it a shot. It gives me a live a little longer. And uh, here we are. Now, of course, that pig heart could go kaplooey at any moment, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, I'm sort of okay with it. Like, I understand the other family, the, the family who lost their, lost their husband, friend, whatever, is upset about this because he's got a new lease on life, but it, it might not be that long. So, <laughs> you know, like where you prefer this type of surgery for somebody who has done wrong, I suppose, versus somebody who's an actual noble creature that you don't want to make a test on that person. I, that's my theory. What do you think? I, yeah, I get your point, and it's a valid point. And you're right, you know, at any moment that big arc can go, and just die. Um, <laughs> and go wee 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 all the way home. Watch has been with us all 18 years, Eric. 18? Holy smokes. Not 18. Eight. Eight years. I didn't mean to say 18. Can you imagine? Are we going to be doing this for 18 years? That'd I'm be not right. doing this another 10 years. <laughs> I might not do it another day. <laughs> You're lucky I'm here now. That's true. So the Pope Watch. Let's go at it, shall we? Let's start with Francis urging in a post-pandemic future... Uh, global economies should be the service of the people and the planet. So, first off, diagnosing this statement. Number one, it's, he's part of the turn, right? We're already, now we're talking about post-pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. He's part of the turn, and he's saying the economies should be for the people and the planet. So he's still sticking to that climate change stuff, in my opinion. But, uh, but yeah, he's part Not of the turn. Globalism thing. Yeah, part of the turn. Globalism, no. 
Uh, so that's number one. Number two, Francis claims pandemic... Uh, Settle down, Francis. <laughs> pandemic causes most people not to love jobs. Huh? <laughs> so... <laughs> you want to try that one again? I want to read, read it again just to make sure. Oh, not to have jobs. Not to <laughs> not love, have. So he believes that the pandemic caused most of the job uh, lossage. Uh, you're wrong, sir. <laughs> It was a response to the pandemic that caused it, to the government intervention that caused it. It had nothing to do with the actual pandemic. So, uh, no. No, no, no. Uh, Let's see here. Francis attacks cancel culture. He says it's a dangerous one-track thinking. I sort of agree with him there. Well, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Mm, Very true, but I think he's right. You can't just have... The you don't agree with me, you're out mentality. We have all sorts of different people thinking many different things, and we should test all those theories together and go with the ones that work the best and not just be offended when it's not what we think. He also said uh, that it's a moral obligation to get vaccinated. So, okay. No. Uh, Piss off, Not necessarily. I don't buy that as well. I do believe in vaccination. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but moral. Can I show you the the picture, by the way, that that I discovered that is um, the only good thing to come out of the pandemic, which I thought was amazing. Sure. Check this one out. And this is why it belongs in the Francis one. This is what they were doing to baptize people during the pandemic. That's not real, is it? <laughs> I think it might be. That's not real. I think it might be. You know, people got a little crazy during that pandemic there, Eric. And uh, I suspect that uh, I suspect that's what happened. <laughs> you want to describe that one for us? <laughs> well, it's a it's a priest baptizing a child with a super soaker. <laughs> And it looks like that baby's just getting blasted right in the face. (laughs) (laughs) That might not be real, but it's fun to think of anyway. But if it's real, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it might not be real, but it also might be, you know, just like a perfect picture, like perfectly time picture where it's like what's happening there is maybe like not a stream, but a spray. Yeah. Because it does have that that like aerosol quality to it, but it looks like maybe just like full (laughs) force, full (laughs) force right in the face, but it could just be like a a spray. Yeah. I love, but it's a, it's a super soaker, but I do love the, like the almost defensive posture of the father there. You know, he's just like, "Ah, (laughs) how many times did he pump it? I mean, if he went over like seven pumps, that baby's dead. <laughs> Poor baby. Oh my gosh, that's wild. I thought you might get a kick out of that one. That's pretty good. All right, so the last two, the last two, um, last two stories I have for Francis. Number one, Francis acknowledges that he got caught at a record store. So let me show you that photo. So this photo was taken. <laughs> In Rome, the Pope escaping a record store. <laughs> Would you call that escaping? Or that's as fast as he moves. He's trying yeah. to escape. 
But he went to the store. I guess it's his favorite record store. He went there to bless the place. I don't know why. And he left with a classical CD. So uh, there's that. And uh, yeah, I would assume the Pope is allowed to like music. I think so too. And uh, and I'm okay with it. You know, he's he can do what he wants there. And then lastly, and this one's interesting only in the sense that you know we really haven't we talked about it on the on the podcast last week. But Ricky Gervais, 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 yes, sorry, Ricky Gervais, basically said the Pope was stupid over his comments about being selfish over children and pets. Yeah, yeah. I'll read this. I'll read this. Read this right now from the story. Asked about the comments, Ricky, who is a vocal who is vocal about his atheism, told the Radio Times podcast, I think what he believes in is ridiculous. It's a stupid thing to say, isn't it? How can not having children be selfish? How can it be selfish not to bring something in the world that doesn't exist on any level? It's not like there's a big lion or a cage of unborn fetuses going, we want to be born. It doesn't make any sense. The Afterlight Star explained he and his partner, Jane Fallon, don't have children of their own for a number of reasons, but he's happy with his pets. He added, I don't have kids for many reasons, but one is that there's enough. No one's going. Uh, Gervais isn't having a kid going out, going to run out soon. <laughs> so uh, I just thought it was interesting that he challenged publicly the Pope. I mean, you can have your opinions on anything, you know, and Ricky Gervais is a very successful comedian. And I think he can be very, very funny. I don't necessarily agree with his reasoning behind calling Pope stupid here, but we also agreed that the Pope probably missed the mark on that comment <laughs> anyway. Oh, right. Uh, which is interesting that a public figure actually was like, no, you're dumb. Yeah. Here's a guy who's also like, oh, I don't have kids because, you know, granted multitude of reasons, whatever that they happen to be, whatever. Mm. But one of them being there's enough. It's like, dude, that's not true. That's, that's selfish. That's you being selfish. It's like, there's enough children. So I, I don't have to do that. It's like, no. Number one, you don't get to make that call. Yeah. And number two, like, whatever, dude. You're kind of just saying it to be... So I have no no problem believing that he... I have no problem with the idea that he believes what he's saying. But he's still... Poof. Ridiculous is upon us. Alrighty. Here we go. Marijuana compounds can block coronavirus from entering cells. Just what we needed to know. Now the the hippies are gonna go wild. Back to the cannabis stuff again. Oh boy. Yeah. Mm. Like they really need the excuse. True, true. It's like, hey, I don't care. I'm gonna get what? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Uh, you know who Geno Smith is? Uh, the name seems familiar, but I don't. 
No. He used to be a quarterback for the Jets. He's also played for a couple other teams. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he was caught. He was speeding. Got caught for a DUI, driving erratically. And he pulled the famous, do you know who I am type of thing to the cops. But he got a little bit more personal. He called the cop a little dick person. Told him he had a little penis. And then tried to fight him. All those things are bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. You shouldn't do that. Pull, One, pull you G- over. G- Gino, Mr. Smith, sir. Um, you were in the NFL for about five minutes. And no one remembers you. Not one. Uh, and why can't you be a notable quarterback like the butt fumble guy? Yeah. Who? I can't even remember his name right now. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Smith, uh, no, dude, you don't want to be doing that. You don't. You, as a little dick person myself. Holy uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Whoa! You, 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 TMI, man. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> oh boy. Yikes. Okay, we're moving on. Right, next, fine, next, fine, 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 fine. So there's this product that's about to be released, although I don't know if it's when it's coming out, but a nasal spray that could uh, protect against all COVID for eight hours. Just eight hours? Do <laughs> you notice? How many, I mean, how annoying is it when anybody does a nasal spray thing and now everyone's going to... Oh my gosh, not great. This might be the worst disease ever because it just makes people so annoyed. <laughs> Hold on, I need to use my nasal spray. I have triple masks, I have a nasal spray, and uh, and you can't come within six feet of me. Oh my god, you're the worst. You're so annoying. I hate you. Uh, I want to punch you in the face. Jared, you know the, the Rhodes Scholar thing where you can get a scholarship for being a Rhodes Scholar for college? It's a pretty significant yeah. award, and yeah. you have to be, you have to be somebody who's not well off. Okay, you, know, you, you, you had a, you know, not a lot of money, tough childhood, all that stuff. Well, anyway, the the last the most recent Rhodes Scholar has had her scholarship removed because she basically lied about her upbringing. <laughs> she said she was poor, this that, you know, whatever the story was, and then somebody anonymously was like, "Hey, look into this girl. She actually grew up in a upper middle class, and she plays the violin, and <laughs> she does this, this, and this." And they looked into it, and they were like, yep, you're right. Zoinks. <laughs> that's what you get for being a liar. Stop lying. I mean, that's the problem with this administration, right? They're making liars believe they can get away with lies. And they play the violin. What the fuck? Oh, dude, the Suzuki method must have killed her parents. Maybe she is abused. What? <laughs> the Suzuki method does. I want to I wanna move on. <laughs> okay. I want to move on. Uh, I don't like sorry. what we're, what we're uh, doing here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Suzuki. The Suzuki method. What? What? Shut up. All right. Let's go to something more troubling. Okay. Norway tells its departing troops to return their underwear. So it can be given to the new troops. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little aggressive, don't you think? You're supposed to be one of the countries we're supposed to look up to, supposedly. What are you doing? Sharing bundies is not a good idea. Sorry. Just Even not. if you turn them inside out, that's not cool. <laughs> just, just buy the new underwear for the love of God. Hook up. Find Amazon and just get a whole bunch. It's cheap. <laughs> Theoretically. 
Yuckies. Eric, Hamas has accused Israel of deploying killer Zionist dolphins near the Gaza. Really? (laughs) That's a real story. Now, I don't know if you can train dolphins to hate. How do you know? (laughs) How do you know they're deadly Zionist dolphins? Are they wearing yarmulkes? I don't know. I mean, do they have little curls? Little curls. The last thing I heard about dolphins that were aggressive. I mean, we're talking Austin Powers. You know, we're talking with laser beams. Those sharks. are sharks. Uh, so I'm not. So they're not again, even the I right animal. I don't even know. What I'm the right species. About. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I, I, it's just unbelievable. I mean, don't get me wrong. You and I both know that dolphins are dicks. True. I don't think they really give a shit about. Well, here's what I'm trying that. to figure out, Eric. Is like we're. Do the, Ham- the Hamas people actually believe that, or are they just making it up because it sounds crazy? Now, if they actually believe it, that means somebody from that crew was out on the water or saw out in the water a dolphin attack one of them or something of theirs aggressively, and he just immediately, or maybe it's happened a bunch of times, maybe the dolphin just doesn't like that particular boat or whatever, and has made the jump that it hates <laughs> it's a, I, I, I don't know I'm just yeah that one's a tough one for me I don't, I don't know dolphins are dicks and maybe the dolphin hated that boat and hated doesn't want people in that region I don't know but I, to think that the Israel country has trained dolphins to hate Palestinians how would they even know the well, difference it's the star of David tattoo on the forehead uh, maybe that's it I mean it's just, uh, just kind of the way it goes I don't know. I mean, it's obvious, really, uh, if you think about it. Uh, I mean, all those, all uh, those squeaks and stuff, they're obviously, like, you know, giving you banking advice and lawyer advice. And uh, I, I, I don't even want to go down this road anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Moving on. Um, TikTok star dead after his male lover strangled him over playing the game Overwatch. You got to be careful of those video games. People get heated. People get heated. Especially the gays. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate at all. No, it, no it's not no, accurate. No, no, oh my gosh, accurate. that's no. not what we want to say here. It's we not, have no not, problem with anybody. I didn't know. No, I didn't that's say a, I had, that's, that's, that's I didn't say I had a problem with them. You're saying they might get a little more heated. Yeah, that's a little aggressive. <clears throat> Jesus. Let's move on to something even more horrible. Uh, champagne and Viagra fueled sex marathon puts man in hospital. Now, when I saw this headline, Eric, immediately I thought to myself, this man is a pussy. You got to step up and get the job done. But then I read the article and now I have massive sympathy for this man. Okay. He and his partner were going to have a good time. They drank about three or four bottles of champagne. He took a boatload of Viagra to be hanging tough with this woman, right? And things were going okay, but she was so drunk, she got too aggressive, tried to hop on his pecker, and it broke. Oh, yeah. Really bad. Bad news. And because of the Viagra, he had a bleeding issue. Like They couldn't stop the bull. I mean, it was bad. So I feel bad for this guy now. It wasn't as simple as, you know, I'm just tapping out because I can't do it anymore. You actually broke your, your wee-wee. That's, that's tough. That's real tough. And she needs to be better. Like, come on. <laughs> Relax. Your aim needs to be better. You you need to be a little bit more gentler. You gotta you gotta at least let the guy get a start before you start rocking and rolling. I mean, come on. Terrible, terrible, 
judgment on her part. I mean, there's an etiquette to this shit. That's why you gotta be careful. Jeez, my lord. Eric, do we care that uh, Kanye is gonna meet with Vladimir Putin and do a, a performance in Russia? Not overly, but not what I was expecting. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, Kanye's a weird dude. Yeah, he certainly is. But pretty talented, but weird. And Putin's a piece of shit. Yeah, true. You hear me, Putin? Oh, you said it. You said it. Uh, let's do a little sports update here, because... Yeah, set up, bitch. I know, I know. First off, it was very surprising the Dolphins fired Flores and the Giants fired Judge. Just so happens that both those guys are a part of the Patriots when they won the Super Bowl. They're now back on the market, and there's thought that maybe Belichick will scoop them back up. Maybe. Not sure why this is ridiculous, but okay. Well, it is sort of ridiculous that all the all the these two guys that were part of the Patriots Super Bowl most recent one went and uh, you know coached and then got fired. Now they're open again. Happens all the time. Okay. How about this one for ridiculous? Matt Stafford, who's now a quarterback for the Rams, they just recently lost to the 49ers. And Stafford said that, you know, the environment that the 49er fans created caused that loss to really happen, even though the Rams played at home that year, <laughs> that, that matchup. And uh, and now now what's happening is that they're about to play another team, and that team is, is the, the, the home team. The whole team people are selling their tickets to the away team. <laughs> I can't even get it out. It's so stupid. The fans of the Rams who aren't happy are selling their tickets to the, the opposing team so that they can cause more of an issue. And, of course, Matt Stafford's wife is trying to plead with him not to do I mean, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. So. That's what you get for opening your mouth. There's that. Uh, the Patriots are in the playoffs. They're going to play the Bills in Buffalo. And that shit's just, gonna be cold. Oh boy! And and Bart Scott, remember Bart Scott played for the Jets? You know his last time we heard of him, he was being interviewed, and there was gonna be a playoff game. Oh, so now you're going over there? And he was like, "Can't wait." Remember that? No. Oh well, anyway, that's what he said. And uh, well, anyway, now he's a uh, a commentator, and they asked, "What should Josh Allen do for the cold?" And Bart Scott said, "You gotta take some Viagra. That'll help you with the cold." Do you know why that would work? <laughs> I'm not sure either. I'm guessing blood flow is in some different part of your body, so you don't think about the cold? My brain hurts. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't... I can't... I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> You're, don't, you're still stuck. <laughs> this storm might have broken Eric's brain. He can't figure it out. How about this one, Eric? <laughs> no, you're still stuck. <laughs> I can't really... <laughs> What's happening? Can I move on now? Because uh... <laughs> I thought this was pretty funny. Okay. The reporter asked Ben Roethlisberger because he, he got into the playoffs. and You, you heard of the Pittsburgh... Steelers got in the playoffs, right? Mm. Well, two other teams had to play each other, and if they finished in a tie, they would both go to the playoffs, and it didn't happen. Instead of kneeling, they both played it out, and one team won, one team lost, and all of a sudden, the 
Steelers are in the playoffs. So the Steelers are playing the Chiefs, and a reporter asked him, you know, how you feel about the match, and he said, we have no chance of winning. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. That's the best. Your quarterback is like, yeah, we 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 get this one done. <laughs> We're showing up for for shits and giggles, right? Well, he's retiring after the season, right? Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's just like, man. I think he's out. I mean, maybe not, but I didn't even expect to be here. (laughs) So I'm just gonna go out there and toss the old pigskin, (laughs) see what happens. All right, the final two stories, Eric: massive meat spillage causes animal entrails traffic jam. Yeah. <laughs> Let me read you the story. Oh. I only took a selective part of the story. The cleanup will take some time, wrote the Victoria's Traffic Twitter account of the intestinal blockage which occurred Thursday near Melbourne, Australia. According to a spokesperson for the Victorian Department of Transport, a meat truck unexpectedly braked while traveling on the M80s. Broadsheet reported the stock car's sudden stop reportedly caused the chunks of offal to pass over the cabin in a meaty wave before landing on the exit ramp. <laughs> Accompanying Twitter photos show the uh, viscera festooning a busy intersection after the accident, like the, left the accident, like the set of a gory flick. Eric, here is the picture for your enjoyment. Oh, <laughs> That's disgusting. It'll take, just grab a couple shovels and get going. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. But is that is a that is a mighty meat slurry. That is <laughs> all over the place. It's all over the place. It's already been driven through. Oh yeah. It's it's bad. Uh, you imagine driving behind that thing. Uh, oh, oh god. Oh boy. That must smell terrible too. Yeah, it's just like yeah. we're not we're not we're not going home for a while. <laughs> As a person who drives truck, Eric, how do you feel about, I mean, what are those guys thinking, right? <laughs> it went right over the top. If you see it, went right over the top of the... Why is it... Why is it, not... why is it open? <laughs> the uh, actual container of the meat is open. There's there's no top to it. At least not that I can see here. I don't know. Maybe you had one of those, uh, I don't want to say cloth, but like... Ragtop. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it just went with it. And it just Sweet. destroyed it. But I can't see any sort of thing where it tells me that it, it just looks open. <laughs> and the meat went over the top. What if he owns that truck and it's covered in meat? <laughs> covered in goo and blood and ugh. The truck looks immaculate. It looks clean. Look at the look at the cab. It looks it looks clean. Maybe it went over the side. Then I said, I thought it went over the front. No, no, it did, but it, uh, like, did it like go just <laughs> right over? <laughs> You're driving. Up. <laughs> that's even better. I hope that's exactly what happened. When <laughs> we hit the brakes, and just all this stuff flew over top. He's just, just like, a tidal wave, <laughs> just a tidal wave of beef. It's like, oh! <laughs> gets out, gets out of his truck, but like the, the, the cab is completely untouched. He's like, well, I was lucky. <laughs> The best part would be if he just drove away. God, nothing to see. Let's move. I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> I, have this, I have to deliver this half a cargo load of meat now. 
Hello. Hey, we, we're here at the at the location. I have your half a cargo loaded. <laughs> what happened to the rest of it? <laughs> no, it's just a half a cargo. This was always what it was. <laughs> was always like this. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure we ordered a full. No, 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 it was always no, it was a half. It was a half. Yeah. It was always like this. Oh, Not good. And the last story, Eric: a Portland baseball team mascot is in hot water because he went on. I mean, it, I don't know how else to explain this. The mascot is a is a pickle. It's a green pickle. Okay. Okay, and the pickle the team is called the Pickles. <laughs> I don't, you know, sometimes like the free, the the Philly fanatic isn't, you know, that's not what the Phillies logo is, but they have the fanatic. This team had the, you know, it's a pickle, right? Sure. So, you know, it's got a nice fun face. It's got the uniform and it's all green, and for some reason, the guy who runs the mascot went on Instagram and put a picture that said something, put a picture up. And then the, 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 the line was something along the lines of, you know, Hey, I got your number. Check me out or something like that. Text back or something like that. I think they were trying to get people to, to get involved more, mm-hmm. but this is the, this is the picture. This is the picture that he, he, he put on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> so, and it looks like the team is called the Pickles. <laughs> but that is, that is a pickly penis. <laughs> if I ever saw one. What I saw, what he wrote. I mean, again, I'm paraphrasing. I'm not exactly. I can't exactly remember what the line was. But you know, here's my number. Text me back. That type of thing. And. He's basically got his dong out. He's got his pickle dong out. <laughs> and, of course, upper management at that place was really upset. And his answer was, no, it's a thumbs up. I'm like, that's not a thumbs up, dude. You know exactly what you were doing. That's obscene. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah. Ugh. And the pickle showing his pickle. And I like, it's a lot of pickles going on. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. I don't even like pickles. Yeah. So, uh. Definitely don't like them now. Listen, dude, we all know what you're trying to do. You should be fired. (laughs) I'm sorry. Is it mildly amusing? Sure. But you can't do that. You you can't do that. You were showing your pickle dick. (laughs) Pickle dick. So the question to ponder, Eric, is here. First, before we do, uh, we had a couple deaths this week of note from the Hollywood Graveyard. First, sure. The first one was Ronnie Spector. She was of the Ronettes and good singer, and she married Phil Spector, who 
was a murdering crazy person. So uh, died at 78 due to cancer. So, mm. But she was a good singer and, yeah. uh, you know, and actually was had a very interesting take and in autobiography about her time with Phil. <clears throat> Rest in peace, ma'am. <clears throat> And then Bob Saget, 65. That's all. That one hurt. Bob Saget was beloved, and uh, you saw him on uh, television shows, but he was also a great comedian as well, and he was very, uh, apparently really well-liked throughout the uh, community, so it was a tough one. And he was found dead. They don't know what happened yet, Uh, but... It was funny. A lot of people jumped and said, oh, my gosh, you just got the booster shot. It was this and this. But he also talked. He also has been on record saying that most of his bloodline had heart attack issues. And that's 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 uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it's official yet, but uh, there was some story out there that said that it was probably a heart attack in his sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. <clears throat> I liked him on America's Funniest Videos. A lot of people liked that guy was just really funny. Yeah, a lot of people liked him on uh, what was it, Full House? Sure. And uh, yeah. So Eric, my question to ponder today uh, has to do with you suck dick for coke. I see him. <laughs> you ever suck some dick for some marijuana? No. <laughs> no, I can't. can't say that I have. Yeah, that's what I thought. Who this man? <laughs> Rest in peace, Bob Sag. <clears throat> my question to ponder for you eric is very quick and simple is do you th- feel that the movie theater and movie theater experience is at the end and the reason i say that is because more and more now movies are being available on channels on tv uh through apps and whatnot and quite frankly a lot of people don't want to go to the movie theater anymore more and more people have plus-sized uh, televisions. So, do you th- televisions are fat? <laughs> They're very, very large. Oh. So, it's almost like a movie screen in your home. Uh, for example, a lot of HBO, I mean, there's a lot of movies that are just coming straight through HBO's app. I know two movies that I want to see and have not seen yet have not done that. Like the Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife uh, did not open up on app television <clears throat> and it's just, available now though i did yeah i bought it so i'll be watching it soon i have it and then uh the, i watched it it was a good it was very good yeah and then the sp- new spider-man movie no way home also did not open up on the app but it'll be available sometimes at some point yeah. yeah so do you think movie uh movie goage is is at the end no i think surprisingly enough i think covid has put a has kind of like stayed the execution of movie theaters. Oh yeah. Because everyone is so you know everyone is wanting to leave their house so much after this bullshit huh? that they're just want to like we're going to the movies. And you know it the box office of the newest Spider-Man movie proves that. I mean mm. it's just like it's over a billion dollars. It's like is it really over yeah, that much already? Yeah. Wow. It's like was it worth it? Was it that good? Oh, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. It was very good. And it's just like, you know, nope, movie theaters are not dead. I think. And COVID, I think, helped keep them alive. Hmm. Interesting. Surprisingly enough. I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought that with the advent of COVID and everyone staying home and all of a sudden you have more and more home releases. Well, it's one of those things where 
if you see, if you can survive through the pandemic and the lockdowns and stuff, you're going to, you're going to see a resurgence because people don't want to be in their homes anymore. Mm-hmm. And we're, and as we've talked about throughout the show, we're on the turn. Yeah. I think we're, we're heading home on this stuff. So yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Now, if we can just get the masks to go away, that's the only thing that needs to. Oh, I don't wear a mask anywhere. Yeah. Well, for my job, I still have to in certain things. So it stinks. But yeah, it's just like, mm. People, I'll get a look every once in a while, but no one has the balls to say anything to me. Well, you're a massive individual. It's true. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, that's the Empty Room Podcast for this week. You can uh, find us at EmptyRoomPodcast.com. You can email us at EmptyRoomPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us anywhere, but like I said, come on home to the website, and that's where you can listen to us. Uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Eric, thank you for stepping up and getting on the mic. You're welcome. Everyone have a good week and we'll see you soon.